Welcome to Saturday Strategy, the business show for the small and mighty. This is your host, Johnny Themans. Welcome to this very first edition of Saturday Strategy, the show for business owners who want to cut the crap and get the answers. Today, we have a terrific expert guest who's going to be talking to us about how to maintain the entrepreneur's mindset by focusing on resilience and positivity. If you've not heard from Dominic Borsbury before, then please pin your ears back because he's got something for all of us. Find out the secrets of how to build instant rapport, how to build confidence from others through simple techniques such as how to smile at people sincerely and reassuringly. And we're going to learn a morning routine that's going to help us to prepare ourselves mentally for anything that the world of business ownership can throw at us. In each of these episodes, we'll be bringing you small tips as well so that we can stay ahead of the curve. But for this first episode, I thought it'd be useful to give you some background as to what Saturday Strategy or what the Saturday Strategy podcast is and what we're trying to achieve here. Now, for the last 12 years, we've been writing blogs and bringing useful content to people delivering this or distributing this on social media and websites, etc., etc., And that's always been in a written format, which is great for some people, but less so for others. And we decided to run a pilot or produce this pilot series to experiment, really, with the medium of podcasting. So we're very excited to be trying this out. It is is a trial, so we're learning as well. And uh, we're really pleased that you've chosen to come in on this first episode and come along the journey with us and... As such, if you've got feedback or help or suggestions, we would love to hear from you because this show is for is for you as the listener. And it's something that we are really keen and passionate to produce so that it's useful and digestible and really easy for you to access and use during your working week to help you realize your business dreams and to get from your business what it is that you want. And so without further ado, let's hear from this week's expert guest. So we're really lucky today. We're being joined by Dominic Borsbury. Uh, welcome to the show, Dominic. How are you doing, Jeremy? So Dominic is a coach and hypnotherapist and particularly focusing on an area of positive change, focusing on poor mental health, which I think is something really pretty important, particularly when we sort of start thinking about how isolated and lonely it can often be at the top as a business owner, you know, whether you're a sole operator or a, a company with a, you know, a few dozen staff. Dominic, Daniel, I'm really interested to have you on and thanks very much for joining us. One of the things we've got to obviously do is stay on our game and continue to project sort of a positive image and against all the odds sometimes. What, as a business owner, tell us, what do we need to know? Um, one of the main things is, is self-belief um, in yourself and your, your particular product because unfortunately, unfortunately, belief is, is formed, you know, many years ago when we were children. It can be reconditioned, you know, through our lives. And I've got a, a simple formula for belief. It's it's perception plus evidence plus time equals a belief. Sorry, can, can, Dominic, just just give us that one again. Yeah, how a belief is formed is perception plus evidence plus time equals a belief. And this comes back to how we feel about ourselves. But generally, it's about people around us, how they speak to us, how they talk to us. Plus the evidence, say you may have failed at an interview or you may have had a bad experience networking over time, this then gives you a belief about yourself, whether you can or you can't do something. Okay. And and, and any and any one of those three things can kind of reinforce the others, I take it. Yes, yeah, and it has a has a knock and effect. So you can have a, a bad experience at networking 
And then the next time you're going to generalize that every single networking, or as I like to term it, coffee working. When you change your language, it becomes a little bit easier because language is extremely powerful. When, any, when anybody thinks about networking, they automatically, or a lot of people, seem to think of public speaking. You know, they're going to have to get up there. They've got to speak for 60 seconds and introduce themselves. And that's one of the, unfortunately, the weaknesses of the school systems. I'll put that straight out there. A lot of the school children and adults pass exams, but mm. they're not taught, taught about personal development, which is building your resilience, you know, introducing yourself um, to, that, to that stranger in, in, in front of you, talking about yourself, talking about them. That boils down to communication. And a lot of people um, are frightened to introduce themselves because of the possible low self-esteem. Because what, what we work on within this country is all about failure. People are brought up through the school systems. Um, it's all about failure. You know, you, you can't fail at this, you can't fail at that. But I'd say if you're not failing, you're not even trying hard enough. That is part of the problem. That's part of the, the you know the society that we live in at the mm. moment. So confidence can be a big issue uh, for networking about talking about yourself and your product, yeah. so and actually feeling good about yourself. Just, would we be able to just dive into that a little bit deeper about this yeah. thing about failure? Because I think one of the problems I experience when I'm talking to owner managers, and particularly in the early days, is well, I decided to do it myself because I wanted to do it properly. And then what, what, what they realize actually, well, even doing it properly, there's going yes. to be some failure. Yeah. If you've got a conversion rate on your sales yeah. of 25%, yeah. well, you're failing three, three quarters of the time. Yeah. And yeah. I think that people are, probably yeah. myself included here, bad at embracing failure as a positive thing. How do we, how do we turn the tables yeah. on that, Dominic? Um, realistically, it's, it's all about, it's about, it is focusing on positives, but it's turning anything into a positive so how long you've actually been in business a lot of people um we we may have mentioned earlier about instant gratification that you're going to get success straight away you know i guarantee a lot of people who have been rewarded in public have been practicing in private for years or months or, or you know however long so there is this this um consternation that you've got to achieve you've got to succeed straight away um and i would suggest for for business owners when they're when they're going into business is that they research the, the product, the business, you know, thoroughly before they actually entertain jumping on board straight away and setting up on their own, mm. you know. Um, a lot of people do go straight into it. They leave a job. I, I'm not saying this is just my personal opinion. They leave a job straight away and go straight into that business model, owning it themselves, you know, rather than trying to, to, to take small steps towards it. Because you're not going to get there, you know, within a short period of time. You've got to, you've got to break it down into, into manageable chunks. And one of the other ways is possibly to, you've got to be able to model other people. You know, before you have your business proposition, are you talking to other business owners about a particular product, a similar product that you sell? You know, what are the pitfalls for this? So you go in, you know, being forearmed is for forewarned isn't it yeah so once you once you have far more information about that product or that area you you know you're far better able to cope with any setbacks that you're going to have and go into it with the realism that you know you're not going to make necessarily maybe some people will you know a million pounds within the first year you know you, you've got to be realistic about where you're actually going um i think modeling what i'd like to say is a lot of people fall down that um it is about modeling other people, finding successful people and looking about looking at how long they've taken to get there. 
And some people, I suggest, may not even ask these these business owners who are working well so successfully because of ego. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned that before. Ego, you know, can be the downfall of man and woman in business and personal relationships. You know, what is an ego? It's a self-protecting mechanism that doesn't want us to feel awkward or embarrassed because we don't know the information or we're not making that money. But one of the one of the old adages out there is, you know, your comfort zone is your wealth zone. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you think you're going to feel comfortable all the way through your business journey, that's not being realistic. It's about growing. You've got to stand in that uncomfortable spot to eventually become comfortable. You know, it's the same with physical training. People aren't going to go to the gym once a week and then drastically reduce the weight. Mm. You know, they, they've got to ensure that they've got a proper plan. And that possibly comes back to having a business plan that you've designed, but this business plan is a work in progress. Again, coming back to your, your interesting comment there about failure, Johnny, it's about a business plan should be a work in progress. It's yep. ever evolving. You know, you can't step in a stream in the same place twice, can mm, you? No. Life, life continues, you know, um, and changes every single day. So I'd suggest that um, a lot of the business owners out there, and I'm not saying I'm the, you know, the big I am, but when I have clients coming to myself, I suggest that one of the biggest areas they forget about is flexibility. Okay. Is, is adapting to current situations, you know, is adapting, you know, do you need to, are you going to be, I'll be extreme. Are you selling nine hours a day? Do you need to, to be, to be on call 15 hours a day? But this is where we hit where people are, you can overcook it. You can suddenly hit that stress, that stress threshold because people need to get a balance, don't they? Yeah. You, you need to have a balance between work and home, you know, work and home life because one impacts on the other. So, so that's something to consider. Mm. You know, I, I'd always suggest to my clients, if they want to change, I'll say, can we do a quick ecology check? And they'll say, what do you mean? Well, no disrespect, just putting in, in with, with my business, you will get a massive change in your life. We can change what you feel about yourself, what you believe about yourself. We're not yeah. talking about religious beliefs, what you can or you can't do, what you can or you can't do, because hypnosis is very powerful. And I say, is that person around you at home, are they willing to support you? Because your relationship will change. Because what I'm alluding to is the fact that some people want success, but it may affect other members of the family or the business community. Are you ready for that? You know? There are going to be the green-eyed monsters out there, unfortunately. People will maybe become a little bit jealous of your success, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that, that's something to consider and, and, and take on board. Um, and regarding the stress side of things, um, I mentioned earlier about going to the gym. And I'm sure if I said to you, Johnny, right, I want you to get on the treadmill and sprint at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> You'd look at me as if to say, Dominic, that's crazy <laughs> don't we need to do a warm-up yeah and yeah. also also i spent my life playing front row rugby i've, I've never run anything more than oh, okay. anything more than a couple of miles an hour so uh. <laughs> yeah okay I, w- I was one of the ones at the, the back row the number yeah, seven yeah, but we'll, we'll leave that there yeah. so um so, so coming back to that in the morning i guarantee uh, i won't put a, a big figure out there but a lot of people just get up combing the hair eating the toast on the way out to the car mm-hmm. okay so what I suggest is, I mean, I, I have this for, for, for my clients. I suggest that you do something called self-talk and autogenic training, which is just warming up for the day. Are you going over in your mind what's going to be happening in the day in your business? 
Are you rehearsing what you're going to say to that prospective client? Are you getting yourself ready for the day rather than rushing out? Mm. Because it's all about having that plan, whether it's a physical plan or a mental plan. I'd suggest having both, which then is a cast iron seal that you're properly prepared for the day. You know, yeah. I won't say what they used to say in the army about being properly prepared. You know, yeah. I don't want to swear on the on the um, podcast, as it were. So a lot of the stress can be alleviated through proper planning, mm. and that's all about effort. Um, and my old grandmother used to say, "It's one percent inspiration, ninety nine percent perspiration." Um, we've got to be prepared to put the effort in yeah. to get the just rewards. You know, it, it and, won't happen in five minutes. And I think there's been a lot of lessons in sport, there, haven't there, Dominic? With with mm. with sort of psychology of sport and sports people. Yes. You know that yeah. um, that it used it used to be. You know that it was. I, I remember reading a book by um, um, oh goodness me, what's his name? Um, New Dynamics of Winning by um, he was he, he was the U.S. Olympic coach that coached the team that didn't go to Moscow. And okay. uh, and um, he 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 invented and coined the term um, in the zone because he yeah, he discovered yeah. that the athletes were kind of training for two or three years to get to an Olympics to be competitive physically, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they were and then they were training for the sort of you know forty eight hours to sort of you know seventy two hours mentally before the event, and he went no no yeah. if we're going to train four years physically, we train yeah. four years mentally. And and they, they put as much effort into the mental preparation as they did the physical preparation yeah. because yeah. they discovered that actually the difference between successful and unsuccessful athletes um, at the yeah. very, very top level was was all psychological. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'd say it, it, you're pushing probably 95% um, psychological for the mm. success. Um, going back to the England rugby team, we mentioned rugby before 2003. Mm. Yep. Clive Woodward, the, the then famous manager for, mm -hmm. for England stated teacup which is an acronym for think correctly under pressure mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the best team on the day it's the team that thinks correctly under pressure mm. so if your listeners think about business meetings or networking it's about rehearsing as you said mentally and physically one of the tips I'd suggest and I say to my clients is most people have got a mobile phone I'm sure you'll agree yep. and most people have got a mobile phone with a recording device mm. okay so what's to stop your listeners um, introducing themselves on their mobile phone to themselves? And it could take six or seven or ten takes, and then you'll get the perfect introduction. And guess what? You've got that on your phone. Yep. Nobody knows what you're looking at. No. So that goes into your neurology. You can see, hear, and feel yourself acting confidently. Yep. Even though it took ten takes, that will just sink into your psychological um, area, area of the brain. So that that will then build on your self-confidence and that's all about practice practice you know yeah. so practice makes permanent people say <laughs> perfect but perfect practice is the one to go yeah so that's what i'd suggest as well and I, and, I, and I guess if practice makes permanent if you practice something bad mm. yeah so if you don't go to the 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 right coach or the right person that you're modeling within your business whether you're selling you know jammy dodgers or or electrical components you need to go <clears throat> excuse me you need to do your research fully and find out you know how successful is that person mm. and i would not suggest just to look on the internet it's all about being able to do it in the flesh and blood i used to lecture and i used to say to my students all of these likes on facebook are fantastic but that is getting you further away from your door of opportunity and i said what do you mean i said well if you can't flesh and blood talk to somebody and be very confident 
you can't talk to somebody in an interview or a networking event through your phone. Yeah. Unless, like we are now, unless, you know, you're talking on a podcast like this. So it really is about that physical and mental practice that people maybe don't think of, you know, actually practicing how you're going to be before you get to a networking event. Mm. Um, and one of the areas perhaps your listeners could look at is about rapport. How do you get rapport with another person, you know? And once we look into the science of that, um, I'm not talking just about matching and mirroring, but we're talking about breathing as well. Right. Um, so talk us through that a bit. In, I'm interested by that. Go, going into some of the science of that, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but once you, the quickest way to gain full rapport with somebody is to match their breathing rate. So it may seem a little bit strange, but once you match the breathing pace uh, uh, and, and speed of breathing, you actually may start to take on board their feelings. Okay. Yeah. And before that, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna mirror them with how we're, how they're standing. Okay. Yep. If they put their right hand up, maybe you'll put your left hand up. Mm -hmm. Okay. And by the way, I wouldn't mimic them. You're you're doing this. As a natural yeah. precursor to so mimic, mimicking, mimicking and mirroring are very different, aren't they? Yeah, so it's, very different. Yeah, yeah. So if, if they if they lean in, it's a good idea for you to lean in as well because that's a signal yeah. that we're going to go and look at this piece of paper together. Yeah, and, it, if, yeah. and if you notice people in rapport, mm. they're generally matching and mirroring one another. Yeah, um, and also you can listen to the tonality of voice, mm -hmm. how I'm sounding at the moment. Mm. Okay, you can also then listen to the tonality of their voice. And you then eventually something called pacing and leading. You can then talk at the same pace and tempo I am. And eventually you can lead me to perhaps the outcome that we both want. Okay. So there's different levels of, of, of getting rapport. Um, but when you look into the science of that, it's just people like people who are like themselves. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's four guiding principles to this. Um, off the top of my head, it's E, A, S, and S. Number one, empathy. So, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to be, you want to be empathetic. You want to be able to, people don't care about how much you know, they care about how much you care. Yeah. Okay. The middle one, um, is being authentic and this links into smiling. Most people flash the social smile mm -hmm. in business settings. Um, and that's almost like sort of gritting your teeth. That will put the other person off. If your listeners look into the Duchenne smile, that's really when we smile authentically. And it takes around three to five seconds, which is the mouth smiling plus the eyes. Yeah. It's not we've, just, we've all, it's we've, not just we've, we've, we've all seen the smile that's never met the eyes, haven't we? Yeah, we know the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then you've got similarity. Okay. Similarity. So, you know, do you support the same football team? Um, do you go to, you know, are you from a similar area to mm. them? Okay, so sharing similar interests. And I suggest now when you, you can find out somebody's interests at the click of a button, namely LinkedIn. Yeah. So you can find out what they're all about. You can do the homework. Can I drop a tip? Um, can I drop a tip in there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go on. Because, I, on, because, on, I, because I've, I've come across this and I think there's people, they look for that similarity to find an opportunity to talk about themselves. And, yeah, and, that's I, th and wrong, I think yeah. that's 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 a big own goal you can get on that one, isn't it? And I think yeah. I think if you yeah. can find the similarity as an opportunity to ask questions, then yeah. Um, yeah. then 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 I think uh, then I think that's really good. In Dale Carnegie's um, How to Win Inf Friends and Influence People, he always talks about you know people, yeah. interesting people ask questions yeah. and boring people tell, talk about themselves. 
Um, yeah. so, so, so sometimes I know we've all met somebody, haven't we? And we've said, God, what an, yeah. in- what an interesting person. You know, didn't really find out yeah. much about them, but actually we think they're interesting because they were interested in yeah. us. Yeah. That, that's a massive key point, Johnny, mm. that you allow them to talk about themselves. Mm. Um, and, and one of the key areas I'd suggest is within business or not is family. It's what, sorry, you know, it's family. Oh yeah. Family. So everybody's got a family. Mm. So, you know, that similarity, as soon as you start talking about family and then, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's also, um, then moving on to the next one about sharing a common experience with somebody, you know, discussing what may have happened at a networking event you've been to before and, and being honest and open. Yeah. Um, and that, that's one of the main things. It, it's about being transparent. And, and on that note about getting rapport, some people, uh, panic. Your listeners may panic about um, going to networking and what's going to happen. The pressure you've got to get, you've got to get a sale, you know. Mm. So that's why originally, going back to what I was saying a few minutes ago, I call it coffee working. Mm. You say coffee working, there's less pressure. So I suggest to my clients, all you're attempting to do is meet somebody, yep. like-minded people, and arrange a coffee with them mm. at a future date. Yep. How simple is that? And that's all you do. Yeah. Well, I think I think I, um, I think you can take it back to dating, can't you? As well, it's like yeah. actually, do you know what? I'm 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 looking to try and meet a girl that I can go and have a dr- go and have a drink with at some later date. Yeah. I'm not just trying yeah. to, you know, yeah. hit f- hit third base all the time because actually, you know, you, yeah. it, it would never work, would it? So not that no. not so, those years are long behind me, by the way. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's uh, so it's a, so it's about relationship building. Yeah. You know, the rapport really. Is, is about relationship, building bridges between people. It's, it's a commonality shared. Yeah. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> I've had this before. I've, I've, it sounds crazy. I've seen somebody with the same shirt on. I, I was recently on, a, on, a, on the um, NLP Train the Trainers course, and I'll be honest, and there was a guy sitting there. He had the same blooming shirt as I had on. Yeah. And I approached him. I just said hello. <laughs> yeah. Unconsciously. So rapport really... Is is an unconscious process as well. And tell me, and, and, level, and, and tell me what his, what was his reaction? He was great. He, yeah. was, he was friendly. He was smiling. You know, because he saw a bloke in the same shirt. Mm. Yeah, well, we all we yeah. all we all do this, don't we? There's a, there's a, and, yeah. and I think that's one of our. I think that goes right back to the sort of primeval things about that need for acceptance yeah. into the yeah. tribe and uh, yeah. you know we, yeah, we'll, right. and people do this on a Saturday and they put their football shirts on and go and stand go and stand yeah. in the same space dressed yeah, yeah. dress the same and. Um, yeah. And there's a, and there's a, and there's a, and there's a sort of it's almost like a spiritual sort of collective feeling there from the fact that we're all yeah. there and sharing in something and we've dressed the same dressed the same to do it. It's, it's powerful, isn't it? Definitely, mm. definitely. You know, with, with a lot of the not jargon or language that people use when you use the terms most all, you know, belonging mm. that does you know track back to the old you know the old reptilian brain that you were talking about. Mm. You know, that that does highlight that because we haven't really come that far bodily. No. Uh, you know, we we have with, with the emotions and, and that frontal cortex of the brain, but uh, not necessarily bodily. You know, mm. but, uh, okay, that's, that's another story. So, Dominic, just just really trying mm. to boil this. I mean, this is this is amazing stuff you're sharing here. And in terms mm. of in terms of practical application for this, in term, and, and I think particularly in those areas of perhaps practice i i know that um yeah. you know getting people to practice for interviews for big sales pitches and I, i've suggested yeah. you know recording and recording and people yeah. feel, people people feel myself included i'm sure you do as well yeah. that we, there's a there's an element of being self-conscious even when you're on your own yeah. and you're recording your voice yeah 
and you feel yeah. self-conscious listening to yourself. How do we, yeah. how do we overcome that, or do we just have to sort of well, just tell how, ourselves how we get how we get over that? I mean, we're talking about the nervous system, um, which, as we're talking now, um, maybe some of you're listening to are listening may have jumped to tomorrow, which is Saturday, uh-huh. and maybe jumping back to yesterday, which is Thursday. The body is always in the now, so I I do advocate. Um, if you can, and I'll just go into a bit of neuroscience, if you get up half an hour earlier in the morning, yep. okay, and this is where people say they want something, but they're going to have to do something they don't want to do to get the outcome they clearly want, which is when you control yourself and your nervous system, you control the environment because you are going to walk into the networking or walk into your family home and be far calmer. And the situation is because everybody's on fast forward, the jump, it's something called, if I can explain very briefly, something called psychological time. The body's in the now, but your mind is giving you an illusion that you're in tomorrow. You're worrying about tomorrow. You're going back to yesterday. And that has an immune suppressant effect, meaning the immune system will weaken. Okay. And that's going to be a drip drip effect over time. But a practical solution, if you can just get up half an hour earlier or 15 minutes, you sit down with your coffee or tea or whatever you're, you're drinking, you, if everybody's heard of abdominal breathing, in through the nose, out through the mouth, yep. okay? Just breathing in and out slowly. When you get up at that time in the morning, you then are in something called alpha brain waves, yeah. which is neither the unconscious mind or the conscious mind, and it is the creativity. You're not rational at that time of the morning. You're mellow. You're full of imagination. And that is the best time then to start thinking about the day ahead. So when you start to do that over a period of time, I guarantee that you will start to reduce the blood pressure. You will feel calmer. You may have a couple of people saying, are you on wacky backy or whatever, um, but you will ultimately feel in control of yourself. Mm. And you will then feel better about the day. And this is almost like the same as a bicep, working the muscle, yeah? Yeah. The more you do it, the stronger the bicep gets. The more you do this, self-talk and autogenic training, you will feel calmer. You will feel in control. So when you start to walk into a networking or you have your daily responses, because everybody has micro-stress on a daily basis, okay, probably 20 times before 8 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) But if you're rushing out with the marmalade, round your mouth because you, you you've just got up and jumped out outside jumped into your car that's not going to work so it's like a warm-up for the day yeah. that's a practical a- application and can i just qualify um, this does does getting yes, up and scrolling through facebook while you're having a cup of coffee count no not at all okay so, <laughs> i didn't think so it was a rhetorical question so yeah. so what am i doing yeah, so, so, so let's let's make it really yeah. so what am i doing in that 15 minutes then while i'm having that cup of coffee so, so you're you're getting up you're sitting there you are Breathing in through your nose, the belly will pop out. When you breathe out through your mouth, the belly will go back in. And you're just doing this for a period of time. I'm not suggesting the whole half an hour, okay? You're just slowing the breathing down. And you will find that you'll feel totally calmer. If you want to feel even more centered, you can focus on the navel two inches below that, Mm -hmm. okay, which is known as the tantine in Chinese circles. You will feel far more centered. When you've done this for a few days, I would then advocate you start to tell yourself, and this may sound crazy to your listeners, and I'll just use one that all of my clients use. I'll use one now. Dominic is feeling calmer now, breathing them out, because he is calmer now, 
and in all future situations. I generally get my clients to repeat that 20 to 30 times because here's the bit that people don't get. The brain does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. Whatever you tell yourself on a regular basis, out loud, as well. by the way, guys, the ones who are listening, you can say this inside your head. <laughs> you can say this standing by the photocopier. Mm. And I guarantee the brain will go, okay, Sarah, okay, Johnny, well, I'm relaxed now. The more you say that, you will become calmer. And calmness is a precursor to confidence. Mm. And the whole mechanics of this, when you do slow down the breathing and slow down your speech, guess what? You're not like the other 99% of people out there who are racing around like Usain Bolt. Yeah. And that will do them no good at all. And by the way, it doesn't look professional when you look totally nervous and stressed out of your mind. So that's a practical application. Hopefully your, your, your listeners will find that useful. Thanks, Dominic. That's very useful. Dominic, we are pretty much coming to uh, the end of the time we've got available for this. It, it would be amazing if you could um, come back on and, and talk about some other things and another, yeah. another point. Yeah, definitely. Be very, yeah. very helpful. I look forward to that. Um, just in the meantime, this is, this is very yeah. valuable. And I think particularly I'd encourage anybody who's, you know, perhaps struggling with that sort of self-belief and, and really needing to, you know, it's probably the wrong term, Dominic. You'll probably tell me off this, but get yeah. a grip. Um, there, that, that actually, you know, that's, that's the sort of thing we tell us, you know, I've, I've got to get a grip and yeah. then I can get ahead on this one. Yeah. Well, actually that's the time to yeah. get some help, isn't it? And I think if, um, yeah, if, we, if we can, if we can tell people how to get in contact with you, Dominic, how do we, how do we do that? Well, I'll, I'll give you my mobile number if you'd like that as mm-hmm. well. You can text or, or call anytime. Um, it's 0794 and it's 117 Brilliant, and we'll we'll put this in the okay. we'll put this in the notes with the show as well. And um, the website is www. Yep. Dominicborsberry.com. Okay, and can we just spell Borsberry? Yeah, it's B O R S B E R R Y as in the berry.com. Lovely. One other website I can point you towards because I work with me myself and mind, and that is when we go into corporate businesses to help the staff and the management alike. Mm-hmm. Myself and my partner Dan Edwards. The website is www.memyselfmind.com. Brilliant. Dominic, that has been fabulous today. And uh, and, and thank you very, very much for, for coming on and sharing it. It's been really good. And that's it. We're at the end of the first episode of Saturday Strategy. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the end. This is the first of our pilot episodes, and we hope that that's been useful for you and you've enjoyed it please do share any comments and suggestions you've got if you want to contact me directly you can find me pretty easily on linkedin or by searching for johnny themans if you're into twitter you can find saturday strategy or if all that fails you can reach out on whatsapp using 079-77-437-360 and that is my personal mobile number thank you very much speak to you next time